Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Before the break, we were talking with our guy, Reed Wallach. You could catch his work with BetSided. Reed, so anything that you have played in college football or in the NFL uh, early here in the week on Monday night? Yeah, I, I hit a few openers, but one, I got to mention, I got to plug this as much as I can. Um, my Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, I came on before the season, told you. I told you guys about them before the season, and this is a spot I've had circled since before the season started, at home against Indiana, and this is just a slam spot. It opened at 10, it's at 9.5, some 9s across the board. I still like Western Kentucky at anything over a touchdown. I think they win this game outright. Um, Bailey Zappi, the Houston Baptist transfer with his offensive coordinator, an air raid offense. This is a disaster for Indiana, a team that their season's really falling apart here. They blew that lead against Cincinnati last week. I just can't see them getting up to go on the road, a night game for Western Kentucky, a chance for Western Kentucky, a conference USA team to really prove themselves. And, you know, really, this is kind of their Super Bowl. This is a game they're going to get up for off of a bye not to mention Michael Penix, the Indiana quarterback. He hurt his hand. You said what now? I think he's gonna... <laughs> Michael Penix. Uh-huh. Nick. Uh, he, he hurt his hand. I think he's going to be fine to play, but he has not looked good at all since coming back from knee surgery last season. So, again, Western Kentucky, their air raid offense, it's a night game. I like it at anything above a touchdown for the spread. I like them to win outright. So that's kind of my big play I hit at open. No, I love that, man. I was all over Indiana on their season win total under. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, not that I was rooting for injury, but great start for that. Uh, what about wow, in the, that's what, beautiful. What? Well, <laughs> I was, a, I was I was, for I mean, injury, but just great. Well, start I mean, they to go that. into a season with a quarterback who wasn't healthy going into the year. Sounds like you're rooting for injury. To he me. shouldn't have even been out there week one. He could barely move around. Before we move, are you about to move to the NFL? Because yeah, I had no, some college questions. You too. guys got it. My game's coming back on. You there guys you take over and do what you got to do. I'm going to sit here with my Monster Energy drink and. You're a shameless plug. Cry. Uh, this is a, a random a question. Um, do you have anything in Marshall Appalachian State this Thursday? You, it's okay if you don't. It's okay if you don't. I have not gotten into the game yet, but I will say um, Marshall, they they completely melted down against East Carolina last so week. So with a short week, an Appalachian State who, I mean, as formidable as it comes, um, you know, in terms of your group of five teams, I, I would say I lean Appalachian State's way just because of the spot, you know, on a short week. But I haven't dug enough into the game. I see they're laying a touchdown. I I don't have enough of a field to make a call, but I do lean App State's way. Okay, that's all I want to know, Reed. That's just just the way I can tease my my uh, five star play. Which coming is he's up talking here. about? You're talking about that tomorrow, right? Yes, I am. Make sure you guys tune in 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern time. Quinn Mayo's Lock of the Week. <laughs> What do you think, Reed, the trap line in college football is this week? Because there's some some ones that are a little bit sus based around, I think, like, you could look at Louisville minus two and a half, Florida State plus two and a half. Like, that game looks a little sus because I, I actually would take Louisville minus two and a half, like, almost immediately. But that mm-hmm. feels like a little bit of an overreaction. Same thing with Washington State oh. plus 14 and a half against Utah. I know that they... They lost a big lead to USC pretty early, like, and I still like Washington State as a team. Like, are you seeing – like, what do, you, what do you think in terms of those plays? Like, am I crazy? No, not at all. I mean, Florida State, that's a team where you don't know what you're – like, is this team just going to roll over and quit on the rest of the year? Like, where you just don't know where the psyche of a team that, you know, loses Jacksonville State 
um, on a Hail Mary, and then you know they get rolled up on by Wake Forest the following week, where Louisville, it's another kind of mercurial team where Malik Cunningham, he could single-handedly win you a game. You saw that on Friday night, right? Unfortunately, we yeah. did see it. Yes, yes we did. Lock of the week, lock, lock of the week. <laughs> but... So it, it's kind of tough to gauge Louisville going on the road in FSU because are they just going to roll over again? Because Louisville, you know, you can look back on the game and be like, oh, my God, they were only two and, they were only laying two and a half to Florida State. Right. Or Florida State could come out and just win that game because in reality, the talent is there, right? They, they, they're pretty much on the same level as Louisville. So catching a home dog, I mean, there's one home underdog I do like. There's two, one in the ACC, one in the SEC. I like Mississippi State this weekend mm. against LSU. Yeah. yeah, that's dropped inside of a field goal. But LSU, both defensive lines banged up, offensive lines been bad. Mississippi State, their defense has actually been much better. I like them at home. Another LSU team. I'm not forgetting what happened against UCLA, where they went on the road and just did not look like they were locked in. I don't. I don't think LSU is back after beating two, you know, cupcakes. On a, and on, then, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go, Trista. No, you had one more. Yeah, North Carolina State. Um, oh. I think they. I, I think they might with be with Clemson. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're uh, bringing this one up. I I think they might win that game outright. Oh, NC State. Oh, uh, man. I there's. There I would, we go. They burned me two weeks ago. Hey, believe, I already I already jumped on Clemson. I don't think we're gonna. Man, believe I, in Clemson's NC offensive line though, Reed stinks, and they cannot run the ball to save their life. Even NC stress. State, man, Jordan Houston. Burns. That's my dog. Yeah, you know, I think I was high on Clemson as anyone. I had a DJ Ogunglale, uh future to win the Heisman. Yeah. This offense is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, there's some serious red flags here. And NC State is not a team you want to go on the road against. Nope. This is a veteran team. They lost that game against Mississippi State, which was a little fluky, you know, with some red zone turnovers, some um, kind of bad breaks throughout the game. This NC State team is one of the best in the ACC. And I think Clemson, there's some real – warnings here that they could lose this game outright i hopped in at 10 um i think it's nine and a half now i'd still get in i think they cover and i think this is going to be a really really tight game because i don't know if clemson is really focused this is not a college football playoff team right now honestly again i don't know who is but clemson doesn't look like one at all besides oregon on a scale (laughs) on a scale of one to ten how overrated is oklahoma about a Seven? And Spencer what? Rattler, too. Just throw him in there. Because... I love Spencer Rattler for, like, one drive, and then he proceeded to be the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He's the same dude he was last year, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, it's oh, tough no. for me. This, this number one um, pick talk is really uh, confusing me with Spencer Rattler. I just don't see it at all with him. Obviously incredibly talented, but he's just a poor decision maker. And I get those are things you can't necessarily teach, in my opinion. Those are things that are just kind of ingrained with you. So he's a boomer bust type of guy, and – I just don't really see with this Oklahoma team either. But again, they might just be in the college football playoffs because I'm not really sure who is except for Oregon. Right. What about what are your thoughts on Alabama? I mean, actually, I kind of give them a lot of credit for, especially when you figure you got a freshman quarterback uh, making his first start on the road. I thought Bryce played pretty well. Florida kept it close. I think Florida's a little bit better than a lot of people giving credit. What are your thoughts on Bama? Yeah, Bama in reality is probably the best. Team. Them and Georgia are probably a cut above everyone else, and then Oregon, and then everyone else. But um, I will say that. There were some confusing uh, plays for Alabama throughout the game. A lot of mental errors, in my opinion, that I think get ironed out over the season. Like, Bryce Young should have ran in that easy touchdown that would have closed out the game in the fourth quarter. Some drop balls in the end zone. I think those things go away over time. But 
again, the defense, you could, you could run on that team, and that kind of spells trouble to me against a Georgia team that they all, all they can do is run. Reed, as we were talking, Aaron Rodgers just flung just a just complete dime to my guy Devontae Adams, and now we got another injury in the Lions secondary. They may be calling you and me on the play <laughs> corner here. Sure, you know, um, dude. Thanks so much. We'll be following your work. We'll have to have you on again soon. Good luck, and uh, yeah, man, I'll be I'll be rooting against Indiana with you this weekend. I love that play. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll talk Thank to you guys soon.